Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> what are you doing? Looking at myself. <sighs> this is why I don't think your picture should be bigger. You'll just stare at yourself the whole time. <laughs> Hold on. We back. Oh, we back, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> You're insane. Honestly, I am. It has been too freaking long. How long has it been? A year? I, I think over. Really? I think. Yeah, because yes, because we because we went on a very long hiatus, but a hiatus right before the holidays last year, like last not this last holidays, but like the ones before. Girl, I know. Been almost a year and a half. And boy, let me just tell you, what a difference one year makes is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. We got some things to talk about. If I literally would have known the last time we were on this podcast, what I would have gone through in a year. There was just, uh, it's just nuts. I can't even talk about it. It's so crazy. Well, we have to talk about it. That's the whole point. (laughs) I mean, we'll just get into it all, but there is so much, so much has happened in a year. And I think it's, it's just crazy. It truly is. I got to say, though, for the entirety of this hiatus, my mother has said, I miss the stoners. I miss the podcast. When can we bring it back? Like, guys, she loves you guys a lot. She has literally just said so many times that she misses the pod. So I just hope everybody knows how much Tizzle loves y'all. Honestly, I did. I missed everybody. And, you know, as much as there are times like I feel like Brandy and I would be like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? And it, it like, would just I feel like the break was good because now we're back with a lot of fresh tea. But <laughs> but I've like missed everybody so much. And I'm so excited to be back. Piping hot tea. I think I said to you a couple of days ago, I'm going to really sit down and plan out how we're going <laughs> to how we're going to put all this tea out into the universe. I didn't do that at all. Uh, shocker. I know to everybody. But yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, instead of having some like formal sit down and like tell all about everything, I think it's probably better for you for everything to just kind of come out naturally as we go is kind of what I was thinking. I don't really have an itinerary for this first episode. I just thought we could catch up with everybody, kind of maybe talk about like some of the high points over the last year and a half that like we would have otherwise shared on the podcast with everybody. I just feel like there has been a lot that's happened, you know, and there is kind of a lot to talk about. I know. Is it crazy that I think we already did, Molly and I, two New Year's Eve specials since? Yeah, two. Wow. I know. That is wild. Two, two, okay, so two New Year's Eve specials. Uh-huh. The trip to South America where our plane got a hole in it and we almost died. Uh, <laughs> that happened. Wow. I know. Um, our Hawaii trip last year, that was a moment. It was a definite moment. That was a big uh, moment. Year divorce. <laughs> big uh, moment. Yeah. Um, those I was thinking like <laughs> when people call in about relationship issues, that will be a good way to kind of tell my story and things oh, that I a went through bit about what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So that summer had some things and then I'm trying to think like towards the end of the year. Oh, let's not forget. I have a new love. Oh boy. There it is. <laughs> and that's a, that's a lot like, uh, just, well, I'm gushing. <laughs> uh huh. I can see that. <laughs> and I'm down. So. Uh huh. Which is good because then she then she really spills. I actually um, do. So yeah, yeah. but I'm I kind of love how like low key you are about like sharing him on social media. It's just very like it was hilarious. You posted the video of him surfing, and it's just so you. Like that post is so you. Is it? Yes, but it's cute because it's like it's like you're like humbly bragging about him instead of like throwing him in everyone's face. I think, which I hope everybody appreciates. Well, you know what? Okay, so speaking of my love, mm. and if everybody out there doesn't know, his name is Dom, and <laughs> he's the cutest person. He's the cutest person in the world because 
not only because he's the cutest person in the world, but because right. the way he treats me mm-hmm. is like, we're going to all get into that because girls, I've had a serious wake up call and we are going to get to some bottom of some relationship issues and I cannot Ooh. wait and good and bad. And yeah. I feel like the thing is, is I have so much tea for these girls and I like how now I know how you're supposed to be treated and what love feels like and all the stuff. So that's something we can definitely get into. Yeah. But definitely need what was the question? <laughs> oh, the okay. So the surf video. Why is that me? I don't know. Cause it just is like, it, like you can't see him. Like you don't know who it is really. You know what I mean? Um, but it's, I don't know. It's just like a, it's like a low key, like humble brag. Like you can't see him, but he can surf. He's pretty good at it. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's just funny. The reason I think I've been so low key and I actually feel like lately I've like posted a little bit more. I think it's so scary what social media and just press in general can do to a relationship. And I think, I mean, I don't know how much good can come out of it just because like, like the ones of us from New Year's were so cute that I couldn't just not post. I mean, we mm-hmm. had so much fun at New Year's and being there with Molly and like not only me supporting her, but also him. And it was just like such a amazing time and you were there and we got to hang out so much. And so that was just such a cool time. So I, I posted it, but then I go, I think it's just really scary because I feel like you open up your personal life And, you know, Dom and I talk about this a lot is then you allow like strangers to kind of say and spew not nice things. And no matter what that gets into your brain. Mm -hmm. And I think you're just really allowing other people to kind of either validate you or say things that hurt you. And I don't know how great either one of those things are because I don't know. It's just it's weird for me to put it out there. And I think maybe because, you know, our family has always been so public mm-hmm. that I'm like, Ugh, they have this one thing that's, you know, not public. And mm-hmm. um, so I think I need, I'm going to be very balanced in that. Yeah. I think that's smart. I do think it's like, it's very easy to just share it all on Instagram. I don't know. Like for me, I feel, I feel like because our life's been so public, like I don't really think twice about sharing oversharing. And I, I feel like I, I'm just an open book, right? And I've always felt like I have nothing to hide. And like, I want people to like be able to relate to me and be able to see that I'm authentic and all these things. So I feel like I, I've in the past, I've overshared. And that's kind of something I regret about my last relationship was like in the moment, it felt so good to share it because a, I was so happy, obviously, but like, and I was just so proud of it and like, pr- you know, like whatever, like proud of him. But then like, in hindsight, when it all ended, it made it hard because then people felt obligated and entitled to know like the intimate details of what happened when Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to share those. And then people get really mad at you, you know, and I'm such a people pleaser that that really like got to me and made me feel even shittier than I already felt. So now after all that, like, I don't think even if I, you know, got in a situation where I was super happy and super in love and all that, I just don't think I would share the same way as Mm -hmm. I did in the past. And I don't know. It's hard because I don't ever want to feel like I'm hiding something. But at the same time, I think I have a good new appreciation for being able to like keep some things for yourself and just not feeling that obligation to have to share with everybody everything, you know? I agree. It's just not healthy. I really don't think. I know. And I feel like people, even, you know, younger generation like Noah's age, they put so much of their lives on display for validation from others. Mm-hmm. And it's just not good. It's and really I not. think for the most part, so many things that are put out there aren't even real. I know. You know, and it's just, I think eh, I have such a love hate with social media. Yeah, I know. Me too. The, I think one of the hardest things is though, like people really guilt you about not sharing like men in general i feel like in the past not like targeting my my last relationship here i'm i'm literally speaking on pretty much every relationship i've ever been in you know when somebody doesn't want to share you on social media like the immediate reaction is like well why are you trying to hide me you know what i mean like 
I feel like people think like you're, you don't want to share them a, because you're embarrassed or B because you want people to think you're still single and like what, like the way that looks and a lot of people get really insecure about that. So I think for me going forward, like I really need somebody that doesn't have that insecurity of like, well, she's not posting about it. Like, is she embarrassed? Is she talking to somebody else? Like, is it optics? Like, I don't, I just can't deal with all that because I don't think it's healthy to like share everything anymore. I don't either. You know, I really don't. Yeah. And yeah, but I, I get it. But you know, about feeling that way if somebody isn't posted, posting, because mostly people are, are posting like the happiest parts of their life or, you know, to kind of brag about this is my life or whatever. And so I think when you don't, it is like, oh, well, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the conversation that it just needs to be a conversation about keeping it private for all the reasons you just said. I think it's so much healthier. Yeah, me too. But definitely is something that's hard to balance in today's little world. I know. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a (laughs) few different formulas. Uh, There is one for women that are postmenopausal, which would be my mother. Um, (laughs) And if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. (laughs) 
Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. Well, this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. So obviously your love life was a big forefront of the past year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there were also like a lot of other things that made the last year great and and like a lot of that was travel and for me you know i traveled so much before the pandemic and then during the pandemic and quarantine everything it just halted and even last year last year still felt like i was just kind of like getting my feet wet with traveling again but it felt so good to be able to like leave the country go to south america immerse myself in somewhere different in a different culture meet new people see new places like south america was so good for me in that sense And then even though Hawaii is in the United States, and that was somewhere that I've never been, it's been at the top of my bucket list for so long. And we got to spend almost a whole week in Kauai. And I don't know, like that just really like, and and then I also got to go to Alaska. I know you didn't get to go on that trip, but Alaska, again, in the United States, but like somewhere that's always been high on my bucket list. And one of those trips, like I always hoped I would take, but didn't know I would get to. And so travel for me last year was just a, a real high point, you know, when I look look oh, like back on um, just like the overall arc of the year, I would say that, that getting to do those trips probably had the biggest impact on me last year. Um, yeah, so this I year, agree. And for you, like you don't travel a whole lot, like you do and don't, you know what I mean? And, and you don't do trips like that very often. So you got to do two really big trips last year, uh, which was really cool. We did almost die in South America on the plane, <laughs> but it was worth it. Was it? I mean, no, it it totally was. It was Honestly, it. I will have to say, I have been to South America several times now, and every single time I go, I have the best time. Yeah. I love it there. Me too. I'm like ready to go back. That trip was so much fun. And like we obviously went with Miley because she was doing um, the festivals in South America that the energy when we come to South America, you know, Molly just has the most insane, amazing fan base there. And so from the moment we arrive till the second we leave, there's just this energy that is so cool. And all the festivals, every show we did was just, it was magical. It really was. And I feel like it's been like that every time I've been there, but it's just like the people are amazing and it's so beautiful and the food is awesome. Like it's just, it's the best. And we did some shopping. Like it was just incredible. I love it so much. I agree. I do still to this day get asked about the plane, not crash, the emergency landing, like the plane incident. Um, and I don't think like, I don't, did you come on my podcast on YFT and talk about it? I can't remember. I don't think so. But like, it's hard. It's hard to like retell that story without someone else to like tell their perspective on it. Because I mean, ev- people that like saw the picture of the hole in the plane and like hear about it, they're like, "Holy shit! Like that's pretty insane. It's pretty intense." That's so like that yeah. just does not happen to everybody. Nope. But like looking back on it, I feel like I wasn't really that scared at the moment Me either. Right? Like, how weird is that? I don't know because I hate to fly. Yeah. And I'm like not a good flyer. Like I, I know. hate turbulence, the whole thing. And I just felt like I was completely calm. Miley was not. No, Miley was not. <laughs> she had her head in her mommy's lap yeah. and like freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was 
I don't know why. Like I, I had my friend Val on that trip with me. So Val and I were in the in the row right across from my mom and Miley. We were drinking whiskey. We were <laughs> laughing. We were having a big time. Like, I don't know. For me, it was one of those situations where like I think I consciously was like, all right, I can be scared right now. Or if this is how I'm gonna go, I can go out with bang and I can have a whiskey with my friend. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just I I wasn't that scared. It was weird, but it but it was scary. Like the turbulence was really bad. And I don't know if you remember, but like when the lightning hit the plane, it was obviously dark, like out and like and then the, the lightning strike oh, hit and it lit up the entire insane. plane. Like it was so crazy. I mean, like you saw the fireball. I did. Yeah, it was I didn't see it. Later. I was on the other side. No. I was like, holy crap. What was that? And then the pilot said it was a fireball from the lightning hitting the plane. And like it shook the plane. Yeah. And it was it was pretty nuts. And I literally was just praying out loud. Yeah, you were. And that's <laughs> what I was like. And then she I was, was like, praying. Well, I was drinking. I was literally praying. And then I was like, well, if this happens, I get to see mom. So uh-huh. that was literally my thought, which is a little dark. But <laughs> a little dark. Also, I'm like, well, if this is the way I go, it is. And she was also like, thank God, Brianna and Mile are going down with me. <laughs> i do say that like i just don't want to be on like you guys can't be here without me oh my god i hate when she says this it's Uh, anyway it was it was quite an experience i will say quite an experience Mm -hmm. and then yeah and then on the way back we couldn't land where we're supposed to to gas up because we weren't allowed to fly in the airspace because of things going on in russia and mm-hmm. Ukraine. And so that. they divide. Uh, it was crazy. We had to go so much further around, which added like seven more hours. I think we were on the plane like 27 hours. I'm so glad I skipped that leg of the journey. It was, it wasn't fun. Yeah. Well, then, you know, it kind of was. <laughs> I'm going to remind I mean, you, so I'm going to replay this uh, audio clip for you next time you say, I hate to travel. I know, I know, but it was like I do love it when I get there. Yeah, me too. But let's switch gears because Hawaii—that's what I was about to say. I mean, there just aren't any words to explain the love I have for Kauai. We did almost die in Kauai, also. <laughs> we really defied death last year. We actually did, <laughs> and we are not crazy. joking around. I mean, when I, I say mean, we laughing, literally almost—we almost drowned for we real. Did. We really did. Whole other story. But besides that incident, which was tragic, <laughs> and the rest of it was great. Yeah, I know. I, like I said, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. And even though it's in the U.S., it's so far and it's just so beautiful. It doesn't, you don't feel like you're in the States, really. I I felt like I, our, first of all, our house we had was incredible. It was like on top of this mountain. Would you call it a mountain? A cliff? It's on top of a cliff. And like, overlooking on each side, you could see the ocean. Like the there was like a little bay on one side, and then like the ocean on the other. So it was great. so beautiful. And there, it like, I, what did I say? I, I felt like some of it reminded me of South Africa a little bit. Oh, and Iceland in a weird way. There were like mm. pl- parts of Hawaii of Hawaii that really reminded me of Iceland and the or Kauai at least. And the way the island is, um, you know, the road is like basically the the coast like the road only yes. really goes around the coast everything in the middle is kind of just wilderness that's exactly kind of how iceland is like there's this ring road that goes around but you don't really go into the middle so it, just things like that about it really reminded me of just a, a very different iceland which was cool but you were ready to move in you were looking at houses i absolutely one million percent could live there full time I, really, I could see you there yeah yeah, like everybody's like, you'd get bored. I don't think I would. Yeah. Because it's really everything I love. And I love how casual it is. Mm-hmm. Very like, honestly, you don't, you, you just, it's just so laid back. And the, it is breathtaking. Everything about it. Mm-hmm. I just, I think if anybody, if you're going on vacay or looking for the greatest place, now I will say, there is not a lot to do. Not at all. Not as not in the sense of like there's no nightlife, obviously, or anything like that. But there is plenty you can find to do. Like, especially if you're outdoorsy and like to do things like hike and kayak and paddleboard. Like 
you can obviously do that all day, every day. Um, the be- There's beaches, obviously, if you want to do like beach day stuff, but it's pretty sleepy. Like you really have to like make activities. There's nothing commercial. No. You know, there's nothing commercial about it. Like the stores that you go to are very small, probably family owned, which I love the mm-hmm. stores there. Yeah. And like the food is so fresh and like people's oh lifestyles gosh. are just completely different. The and fresh caught fish every morning, the poke bowls. Oh, incredible. I mean, insane. And I, I was also like, we didn't go out to eat at, in the at night, really. Like, I don't know how much there is like that, like mm-hmm. super nice restaurants. And I don't think um, there is really. Me either. But and I kind of so like that about thing. it. I think you go to Maui if you want all of that. But if you want to go and do nothing, but like Brandy said, like kayak, fish, surf, hike, all that, you will absolutely love it. Yeah, it was sickening. Really, really uh, cool. I just, uh, it's, it was my dream to go forever and it did not disappoint at all. I just I love it so much. I know it was great. <sighs> I want to go and back. And then the next big thing really was New Year's. We went to Mexico. Oh yeah. God, that was so quick though. Yeah, that was real quick. That was, like, that was not fun really because we, oh, for some I reason, fun. We, Oh, did you? Yeah, I had a great time. Oh, yeah. I basically went in, slept, did the show, and left. I mean, yeah, it was quick. It but, was so quick. But very, I loved, I've again, Mexico City is somewhere I've wanted to go. So it was good to, it was cool to see just, I saw a glimpse of it. It's, it's, I was really taken aback by how large the city is. Like it was the Me biggest, too. most spread out city. The only thing I have, only place I've been that I would compare it to is Sao Paulo. Remember, and, um, Yes. San Paulo was massive. Like it took you an yep. hour and a half to get from one side of the city to the other. That's kind of Mexico City felt to me. But very cool. Great food. Everything I ate was incredible. And the show is obviously awesome. Huge show. Festival. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really get to enjoy the city as much, but I definitely want to go back there. Definitely want to go back. That's what I was saying is like the city's so phenomenal. And like there's so much to do and you don't realize like I mean, so many people are moving there. The bummer for me not having fun was because we just went in and out so quick. Like, we really didn't get to do anything. Mm -mm. But it is such a cool city. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then New Year's, which was a freaking blast. It was so fun. Uh, New Year's was so much fun. Molly and Dolly and just, I mean, Fletcher. Oh, I'm obsessed obsessed i love her so much i cannot even take it me too and then paris who i just Uh i love paris so much (laughs) like she is truly probably one of the kindest just sweetest but fletcher too but there's just something about paris that just she's so sweet yeah and i just love her so much i can't get over how freaking good she looks for her like not that she's old but like she's a little bit older than me it's insane. Uh, and she looks amazing. She looks the best she's ever looked. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, she looks incredible. Gorgeous. I like need to go every- see whoever she's seeing. <laughs> uh, I know. But she, like, honestly, is just fabulous. I love everything about her. Yeah. Um, and um, then, like, ooh, Ray Strummer, those guys were there. Yeah. I love them. I, I loved that. See ya. Who else? I'm missing. Oh, uh, uh of course, somebody I just am, I died when I found out they were going to be on the show. David freaking Byrne. Oh, yeah. That was the one. Oh, I love him so much. I just like, I just thought he brought so much to that show. Yeah. Just, and him and Sia were both such huge fans of each other that they were so excited to do a song together. Like, then, then they wanted to do another song together. And I don't know. It was just like, I feel like that show, Molly just does such a good job of really just inviting, like, not who people would think she should invite or expect her to invite, but people, like, she truly, like, loves and mm-hmm. is close to and it just feels special because there's just this complete energy and just kind of camaraderie of I guess going on a live show and like a team and you're supporting each other and there's no ego I don't know it just it always feels like that and it and I think that's why it feels so good I think you capture it I think it's just like just such a fun like 
moment of seeing these people together, just having fun, you know, and because Molly like could not wait to sing with Sia. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, and then she was like, and then I get to put Paris in the mix. You know, and she's just like, it's just fun. And I yeah. think that, I, I don't know. I loved it. We had a blast. Well, yeah, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Great time. You know, my only complaint was that it was so humid that everything was soaking wet, y'all. Like, they had booths for us to sit in and the back couldn't sit um, because they were covered in, like, humidity. It was nasty. And then the stage was so wet and slick. I was terrified. I know. Watching everybody, especially Dolly, like walk around in the high heels. And then there's a video of where Miley, there's like a mic cord and Miley's like stepping, like straddling the mic cord, right? And she's in her heels and the stage is clearly wet. And like, I was like holding my breath being like, oh my God, if she trips over the mic cord, I'm going to lose it. And then there's also like the video of her like sh- like walking with Paris because I knew she was like, oh my gosh, I really just don't want her to fall. But I don't think anybody on T like watching on TV, I don't think you could have really realized like how slick and scary the stage was. I know. And I was to the stage manager, I was like, hey, we need to wipe the floor again. And he was like, honestly, we're going to keep doing it. But the second we wipe it, it just comes back immediately. It was crazy. I know. And I'm like, okay, well, who was the stage designer? Because we need to make sure it's not this flooring next year. I know. For real. You know, so. Yeah. But yeah, that was terrifying. But it was so, so, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I guess that brings us to uh, the Flowers Lodge, which has been Holy crap. Like, who would have thought it? You know, like, I just, know. you know, it's just, it's incredible. And I think. I think it's it was worth, like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It just, it felt like the right time, the right time in Molly's life, how she's really feeling so empowered. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think, I don't know. I always say, like, when you put out music, you know, it's a lot luck. And then it's a lot, like, how good the song is. And this song is, is especially great. Mm-hmm. And timing. And, you know, I think it was just the right timing, especially coming off New Year's and everybody, you know, got to see some little clips. And I mean, the song is just so powerful. But it's been really fun and really, I'm so happy and proud of all. Yeah, me too. I think, you know, she is just in this like place in her life where I just feel like she is so happy and just really knows who she is and what she wants and what she doesn't, which is obviously a very powerful thing. But, you know, she's uh, you know put out an album here and it's we've we've been listening to this album now for a year that she's been making it different demos and different versions and all this stuff and i've always liked flowers but there are a couple of songs on there that just really <laughs> blow my mind that i'm so 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 excited for that for to be put out in the universe so once the album drops we'll definitely give you the 411 on our faves and yes and some stuff like that but it's gonna be like if you guys like flowers you guys are in for a doozy because the album's great it is so good and that like you know like it's uh, what I love that Molly can do. And like a lot of artists is like, I think she can have different sounds and different, just like definitely different vibes on one record. And I think she does it so well on this one. Uh, I just, I love it so much. Yeah, me too. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and 
pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Tra Moods new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Well, you know, enough about the past. Looking forward here, what do you have going on? How's the production company? Have you been selling some shows? Have you got some stuff, some irons in the fire? Stoners, it's coming together. <laughs> I feel like the stoners have really got to he- gotten to hear like your frustrations with some things with the production yes. company and things in development. So, so I know they really like like feel for you and all this. You know, things have been going much better. <laughs> I actually now, like I said, I have a deal at um at Comcast, NBCU. And that relationship has been so incredible. And I have pitched them about probably like 10 shows and they bought six of them. And it's not YFT, but I'm going to give you a take. I mean, seriously, (laughs) the thing about it is it's like last year, I think we worked so hard on like it's, it's a very long process. So really over the last two years, you know, coming up with ideas or buying like a book series. And then, you know, you have to find a showrunner and that showrunner has to start writing. And, you know, it's the longest process ever. And over the last two years, we kind of did that and then pitched everything out. And now that we've sold the shows, they're all at a place now where we're at an outline stage, which is before they say yes to the pilot. So we are getting so close to hear a yay or nay on these six shows. And, um, but no matter what happens, I'm so proud that we actually sold them. And, you know, they'll be crazy not to put them on the air because they're pretty. Insane. <laughs> um, they're like really, really, really fun and and um, very like, I don't, I'm not all over the place. Like I'm very specific in the top of like, especially scripted shows. Um, like I only make things that I want to watch. <laughs> and so I think they're all they're all just so good. And like, so the mostly female driven one show actually is very male driven. But um, besides that, everything's very female driven. And we also sold a docuseries to Peacock that is very interesting. I can't wait to tell you all about it. So things are good. Really, really good. And of course, Hopetown always produces New Year's Eve and all the things that um, backyard sessions and things like that. So just came off that. And that was really fun, too. So amazing. Hopetown, Hopetown's thriving. Hopetown's slaying it. I'm serious. I know. Love that for you. Yeah. Well, everybody knows what I've been up to because I'm assuming most of you guys listen to YFT. And if you don't, you freaking better. But yeah, I I have a couple, t- two, I would say there's two things, uh, you know, coming up for me this year that I have not announced yet that I'm still working out details on, but two things I'm very excited that are different for me that I'm going to launch this year. So uh, I'll let you guys know first, I'll let the stoners know first when I can talk about that stuff, but good things. I feel like there's definitely some like new energy in, in this year in 2023 that like we needed, like there's changes on the forefront and I feel like it's a good thing. Agreed. And I was a little concerned in January because I was feeling some stuff from last year, seeping in. Uh-huh. But honestly, this month has felt pretty good. Oh, great. Uh-huh. I feel like things are looking up. Things are looking up. Yeah. Can we also now, you know, I always want to steal and go to things that... Oh, um, here we go. Are, I want to talk about our, what are, like, off limits. Which, okay. Well, I feel like, I feel like, is it just me or are you not stoned enough? Am I not? I have been trying not to smoke as much. <laughs> you have? Yes. Since when? Because I was there a couple weeks ago and you weren't slowing down. Because I see people when I'm on some of Dr. Amon's things saying, oh, well, Dr. Amon, you know, he d- does, are you okay that she smokes or whatever? He's absolutely not okay with it. He tells me it is horrible for my brain, which I'm sure that is absolutely true. And so that's why I'm trying to cut 
back. Like he really doesn't want me to smoke it at all. But right now at this point in my life, (laughs) it just feels too extreme that I'm trying to be so much better. I do feel like it has some good benefits for you. I'm telling you, and I truly believe every word Dr. Raymond says. He literally has saved my life in many situations. Um, But there is, and listen, it can't be good for my lungs, I know, which is the worst part for me. Like, I just feel like that part is not great. But it really does help me. I just... First of all, when I'm really upset and stressed, this is a big thing for me is I just can't eat. And I know people are like, wah, like I wish I, no, like when you really can't, like every single thing just sounds like awful and it's going to make you sick. Like it is the worst feeling and it is scary. And, uh, but if I smoke some pot, it helps that so Mm -hmm. much. So, like, it calms me down. It makes my stomach not hurt. So, I'm able to eat. So, for me, there are really good benefits. Yeah. I just may not need to do it as excessively. Hmm. I wonder, uh, and I'm just spitballing here. I know nothing. But I wonder, like, if there was a way for you to get the THC without smoking it, would it have the same effect? The chick that uh, at Miley's that makes like the drinks with it in there and stuff like that. Like, could you make like smoothies and drinks with it in there and it have a similar effect? Maybe I need to ask her that question. We should find out. I mean, I guess it's like the same thing with that gummies and stuff do. I guess so. But gummies just make they make me not feel the same. Like gummies just make me feel. See, I I would think a gummy is a more, since that has to be so concentrated because it's such a small piece. Like, I'm wondering if you put it in a liquid or something where you're not, like, taking it all at once, if it would Mm -hmm. have a similar effect. I'm going to ask these questions. The the bummer, and this is just me being honest, the, I understand why it's so hard for people. Thank God I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, ever. I'm just wondering, though, There is is something about holding it and just that. I can see that. Just just the giving yourself something to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. it it is like a very, so that part, I guess. And I think that's why people say pot isn't addictive, like at all. I don't know if it's addictive, like the what's in it is addictive, but it, I'm addicted to the whole this thing, you know, smoking, only smoke, allow one one a day, just one. And that's all throughout the day, not all at once. But it's still just throughout the day going there, taking a couple puffs and, you know. Yeah. Maybe we should have Meg on the pod. We should absolutely have Meg on the pod. So Meg is Molly's chef. And anytime we have any type of birthday party or holiday dinner, we always have Meg cook. And she's certified in uh, THC. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of talking out of my butt, but I know she's, (laughs) I do know she's certified in. In like cooking with THC and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. but And something to do with mushrooms too. Uh-huh. And so she like specializes in all of this and she is so incredible and so knowledgeable. And she's like my age or older, single, like thriving, just living her best life. So whatever she's doing, I want to do. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> her on the pod for sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. She's so great. I yeah, love be her. good. All right. So let's, let's hear your off limits. I cannot even tell you how much. I love a show that it's not new. I think it was came out in 2020 and it's on Amazon. It's called the wilds. Have you seen oh, it? No, but I saw this. I use your Amazon account. So I saw it pop up in like recently watched and I was like, what's this? It is such an incredible show. And it, you know, I love like younger skewing the 30 something, you know, whatever that genre is. You know, stuff that mm-hmm. you would like, stuff yeah. that people younger would like. Uh-huh. And um, it's about these, I think there were seven girls. And 
they all are, their parents have signed them up to go on this like retreat because each of them are having issues. And it's like a place that you send your rich girl, you know, people that have money send girls away and they go to these like mental health retreats. Got it. So I'm not going to ruin the story because you can kind of watch the trailer and it'll show this part. So as they're all flying there, the plane crashes. And weirdly, not the pilot, but everybody else survives. And so they're all on this island. And what you come to find out, what their parents didn't know is this retreat was planned. And like the, there are people that are experimenting with these girls, like a social experiment and watching the whole thing. Kind of like how people were watching Hunger Games. Yeah, it sounds a little they're Hunger Games-ish. Huh? Sounds a little bit like Hunger Games, a little bit like Lost. Yeah. So they're watching them and how they survive. And what you realize like throughout their journey is they're also completely and totally different. And the way that they like kind of survive and kind of act while they're on this island, you can finally see uh, what is because of like what their real lives entail. So it flashes back to once they've obviously been rescued and they're telling their story. And each episode is a different girl's story. You see their entire past intertwined with that's cool. this moment. And you kind of realize why they did what they did and why they were good and bad at the things they did on the island. Interesting. And what was driving them in their brain. Huh. Anybody is- notable in it? No. No, 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 no. That's crazy. Sounds great. Nobody that I knew. Okay. I'll check that it out. Is, it is. And it is done so well. Interesting. I've never even heard of it. Somebody told me it was similar to, oh my God, something that's out right now. I can't remember what it was, but this was better. And it is. It is so well done. There is something out right now where you, I don't remember what it is. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, because somebody was just saying, it was, Audrey, what was she telling me? Um, I got to look. So I know, I'm, it's like escaping me, but I feel like I just talked to Wells about something where you find out how everyone's connected and I can't remember what it is now. Um, but you know what I'm watching that also involves a plane crash. I don't know what that's about. You guys are giving me nightmares. Um, have you seen Dear Edward on Apple Plus? No. It's Connie Britton's new show. Oh, I love her. It's really good. Connie Britton and uh, Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. She's the lead. I Uh, love her. You're going to really like her in this. She's so, so good. The show, first episode, starts with a plane crash, um, but only one person survives, a kid. And um, so, oh, I guess this is what it it is, because this is exactly what I was thinking of. That I told, told Wells is the interesting thing about it is the show isn't really about a plane crashing. It happens right away. But what it's about is like all the survivors' families and everything and how their stories become interconnected. Um, and that's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, I love that. So it's really good. And I, I'm pretty sure the people that produced or did Friday Night Lights is who did this show, which is probably why Connie's attached to it or whatnot. But it's really, really good. Very Wait, sad. What's it called? It's called Dear Edward. Got it. Well, I'll start that next. It's really um, good. No, it was Yellow Jackets. Oh, Wells loves that show. So I've heard so many people love it. And and then somebody I was talking to that had seen both said, oh, it's very, it's like similar to Yellow Jackets, but better. And okay. I remember trying to watch Yellow Jackets and I didn't love it. I never started it. Yeah, I didn't love it. So if you're choosing between the two, I would watch The Wilds. Okay. It is such a just I can't even explain it. I love it so much. I think it's so well done. I was gonna say, did you watch the new episode of The Last of Us? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. Okay, because I, they were losing me. Oh no, this last episode good. Okay. It was just getting so slow. Really? Especially episode four. I don't really Me you and Keys watched it. Okay. Yeah. Five episode five is good. Okay. 
Episode five is good. Also, uh, I mean, you guys are so sick of hearing this, but I just am so obsessed with 1923. I know you haven't really gotten into it, but the last episode was so good. Yeah, I haven't really gotten into that one yet. So, so good. Uh, Why have I not even for real brought up Tulsa King? (laughs) I mean, okay, guys. If you like Sylvester Stallone, which I still do from Rocky, it's crazy. I literally was, when I saw it, I thought, oh God, this is honestly going to be terrible. And I was like thinking it was just going to be the worst show ever, but wanted to give it a shot because Sylvester's in it. It is so good. I am so in love with it. I finished the whole thing in like two, three days. And he, what I love about it is he is just funny in the most understated, underacted way. He's so self-deprecating and funny, but also like, I love his presence. I mean, he just has such a presence. And then with his voice, like it is just all too much. I just love it. It is, it is one of my favorite shows I've seen in a while. Love that. Kirsten's yeah. loving it too. She really took it, took it and ran with it. I love it. It is just so good. And it, it there, it's about so many kind of different things. But I mean, honestly, I just love him. And it's Taylor Sheridan mm-hmm. is the one that also created this, which he was also Yellowstone. And there is this one place everybody hangs out in. It's this bar. And there is the guy who owns it, this younger guy. And uh, this is where um, Sylvester is. I forget. um, What's his name in it? I forget. But anyway, he goes and hangs out at this bar with this young guy that owns it. And then he and him become partners in this bar. And so it's very Western. The bar is very Western. And so it just feels that Taylor Sheridan vibe. Love that. Yeah, I love it too. Cute. All right. Well, I took the liberty of posting a little something in the Sorry We're Stoned Facebook group to this morning that said that we uh, are making a comeback and that I would love for some stoners to call in. Uh, oh, you uh, did, did I just you? felt like we couldn't have episode one without a little Dear MT. Oh, my God. Did the stoners get excited? Um, I didn't, I haven't looked, but I, I'm looking at my DMs because that's how I asked them to call in this week because we don't have the voicemail set up yet. Uh, and there's some voice messages. So at least we got a few. I hate you do tell them to do it that way. I wouldn't even know how to do that. That's because you're old. <laughs> oh my God. The stoners know what's up. They know how to send a DM. I would never know how to DM somebody on Facebook. No, no. On Instagram. Oh, I know how to do that. I, I said, hand me on Instagram, send an audio message this week until I get the voicemail set back up. So, shall we have a little Dear MT and see what the stoners have to say? I so miss Dear MT. All right, let's see. We'll see. I, I wonder if they actually have questions or if this is just a, I'm so excited you guys are back message. Either way, I'm here for it, though. Me too. Brandy, I've never done this before, and I hate my voice on recording. But um, I just wanted to say welcome back. We're all so excited. I'm sure I can speak for all of us when I say we're so excited to have you back. Um, And just wanted to check in and see how you're both doing and how you've both been doing this past year. I know Tish has a lot of updates, so I'm just so excited to hear from you guys again. Oh, and my name is Abby. Um, By the way, since I literally forgot to say my name. <laughs> okay. Abby. Well, First, I guess we go. Okay. Ahead. This is Dear MT, not Dear Beast. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe take another hit and change that <laughs> attitude. I love her. Abby is awesome. And first of all, I was thinking her voice was like sexy. Oh, maybe she needs a Dear Abby segment. It was very sexy like this. Like, honestly, do I need to start talking like that? Honestly, maybe you sound kind of good. I know. (laughs) I'm going to walk out and get a babe. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's going to be like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) And well, usually he looks at me and tells me, oh, you're just off your trolley. (laughs) I'm like, yep, pretty much. He says off your Anyway, trolley. okay, Abby, number one, love your voice. 
Number two, I'm so stoked to be back. It is absolutely insane. I have missed you guys like crazy. And number three, there is so much tea. Like, I can't even believe you were thinking there's tea because there is. But we're not going to get to it all at once. And I kind of feel like we talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the show. Well, I was going to say, we, we did kind of answer her, you know, loose question yeah. in the very beginning of the episode. But, yeah, like, I, I'm here, like, for all you girls going through it. Just know we need be, to check. We need to talk. There might be one or two dudes out there maybe maybe but yeah you uh, yeah yeah hmm. right, mostly well. got my, mostly i feel like our girlfriends are like <laughs> no i mean you're right you're right yeah. all right shall we hear the second one hello my name's danielle i'm calling in just to say i'm so excited to have both of you guys back with the podcast we missed you it's been a long year two years i don't even know but i'm um, just really happy that you guys are doing this again and i guess i just wanted to ask if you guys had any recommendations for really cute like bridal like flats um i know everyone wears heels obviously for their wedding or for an event or anything like that but i'm getting married at the end towards the end of the year in november and I have zero interest in wanting to wear heels all day. Um, I'm going to be on my feet. I'm going to be taking pictures. I'm probably not going to even eat all day. I know that's bad, but I should. Um, But I really am struggling trying to find flats that really are matching the occasion. Um, I want them to be dressy. I really like a pointed toe, but I want a little bit of lift. Just, I don't know. It's just really hard trying to find Mm. things that I think are going to match my vision and comfort that was it. Well, I'm, I, I had it in my brain exactly what she should get until she said pointy toe and a little lift. Okay. Because, well, what was in your brain? Well, in my brain, I've been seeing like a lot of different things like that remind me that could be broadly. Like I just saw that uh, come back as uh, these, they almost look like ballet slippers. I was just going to say this. That they have a really uh, white, thick ribbon and it like like it wraps around your ankle and kind of up your leg just a little and then they tighten a bow and I thought that would be so pretty who makes those do you know no but I'll look because I bet I could find them and they're pretty because they're white silk and then the ribbon is silk and it's just like dainty and pretty I think sounds cute yeah and then also what I've been loving is how cute would it be like very empty to do this though. Like it's my eighties, like rock chick coming out or something. What if she did like a little fight Mary Jane with like a lace sock? That's so empty. I could, die. I would wear a white patent Mary Jane with a little, like either Bobby sock or like lace. The lace sock would be really cute. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I this is hard to say without seeing the dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when she said point the pointed toe and like smaller heel, I immediately went to um obviously we would we're gonna find a dupe for this, but um you know the like, cute little Gucci kit, uh, kitten heels Miley's been wearing, yeah, for, for performances and stuff. Yeah. They're like a very low kitten heel and a sling back with a very pointed toe. Yeah, I think that something like that, obviously, in like a white would be so. Pretty. I just feel like sorry. I just feel like <laughs> that a sling back. Like the back always falls off, and your heel is always too wide for the shoe. Okay, and that's you. It's I'm just uns- me. It's unsteady. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, those little—they're just flats. I could see like the pointed toe, and it almost mirrors that, like on your foot. You know, like just pointed, but it does have a little heel, almost like a Mary Jane with the strap around the ankle. No. Okay. Well, I'm gonna put it on Facebook. We're, yeah, we're gonna need to find some photos. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we got one more. You want to hear? Hey, Tish and Brandy, this is Haley, fellow Burbank girl, recently relocated to Northwest Arkansas. Um, I think I can speak for all fellow stoners out there when I say thank you so much for coming back. You guys have gotten me through many a road trip, many a boring day at work, and thank you so much for coming back. Um, I was kind of thinking of what would be fun to hear you guys talk about on your podcast. And the one thing that's kind of universal when I talk to friends or people that I just met is food. So my question for you guys is if you're on a road trip or even just hanging out at home and you need to go grab fast food, 
What's your go-to place and what's your order? Thanks so much, guys. Love you. Bye. I love we'll stand. Wait, go back. I honestly, <laughs> I'm like, she made me emotional. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that means a lot to me. Well, that, I, she's very sweet. Love you, Haley. Thank you for the message. I just love her. I mean, this is why I miss them. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> if we only have these three people listening, it's worth it. Tell all your friends, guys, so we can keep doing this. <laughs> I don't know that you need any more of that. I think you're right. Uh, what's your fast food fave? What do you think? <laughs> the stand? Yes. No one's going to know what that is. But okay. oh, she moved from Burbank. I was going to say, you're in Burbank, actually. but Yeah, there's a really great burger. Okay, you know what? Okay, m- would more people know Five Guys? Five Guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five guys. Do they know five yes. guys? Yes. But Everybody yeah. knows five guys. I love it so much. But if I that would be if I was not like caring about poundage. And right. do you care uh, about if poundage? Not, no, not really. <laughs> I'm like, but you care about poundage. I'll also freaking love Jersey Mike's. Oh yeah. I used to be a big Jersey Mike's gal. And I feel like that's healthy. <laughs> I don't love that, but really, it's what fine. if I just get a veggie one? It's fine. It's better than my go-to is Chick Fil A. Obvi. Oh yeah, I don't eat chicken. Chick Fil A and Sonic Baby. Those are my two fast food faves. Uh, my orders at my order at Chick Fil A is the eight count nugget meal um, with a large sweet tea, light on the ice, with uh, a, a ranch for my fries and a barbecue for my nuggets. Um, and then I freaking love Sonic so much, but I do feel like Sonic is like the worst of the worst as far as like it's so greasy, but it's so good. Um, I love the mozzarella sticks. I love the tater tots. Um, I don't really get like meals from Sonic. I just get like a bunch of the sides. I feel like. I cannot believe those are the two you like. And then I love an ocean water with extra ocean um, on a good, like, hot summer day. Uh, and then I also live for an Oreo cheesecake Sonic Blast. I'm scared for you. <laughs> Big Sonic gal. No, no. You know who else loves Sonic? Noe. Noe can I, appreciate the Sonic. No, no Sonic. I love, 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 love Five Guys. And I get a cheeseburger with onion pickle. <laughs> cheese and mayo <laughs> so nasty and i also get a side of fries and usually a vanilla milkshake do you like the cajun fries or the reg regular oh i like the cajun and then my other go-to uh, jersey mox is easy i just get a um a veggie one a veggie one mm-hmm. got it have you read any books lately i have not i was thinking that i need to get back on the book train I haven't read any good books either, and I really need to read because I love reading. Me too. And I love a good love story slash thriller. There has to be romance, and there has to be scary. There has to be romance, and there has to be people dying. (laughs) So, anyway, I need to get back on that because that also is like, I'll find a book that I love, and stoners, you can suggest books. Mm -hmm. And that thriller, like, yeah. Dead to me, like mm-hmm. those kind of shows. Um, because that's where I can like I can buy, you know, rights to those books and then sell them as TV shows. And so we're always researching and trying to find books that we love to kind of figure out if it'd be good for a show. Yeah, I need to, I need to get better about the reading. Yeah. So all right. Well, I feel like that's all I got today. Really? That was kind of what we've been talking for an hour. Okay. Okay. You got anything else you want to say? Um, no. Nothing else on your mind? <laughs> Nothing else you need to get off your chest? I don't think so. I was going to say we could talk some baked goods, but we'll do it next week. Oh, you got a baked good or two? No, but Dominic got me these. Tim Tams. I love Tim Tams. He got them for me for Valentine's Day. Where did you get them? It, I don't know, but he says they're Australian. They are Australian. Well, I'm obsessed with them. Everybody is. That's like the one thing people come back from Australia with. They, they like, honestly, it, I said, never buy those ever again. Like, I have eaten the whole entire package. I it's wonder insane. where you got them from. 
I don't know, but they are so good. And if people, if you have not tried them, this is them. That's a good stoner munchie right there. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go eat, what are they called? Tam Tim Tam. Tim Tam. Tim Tam. That Tim is the dumbest Tam. name. Mom. <laughs> it's not. I mean, what does it mean? Uh, well, I'm going to go, I maybe take cover in the basement because there's some tornadoes are brewing here in good old Nashville. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's breezy here. It's real breezy. It's not great out here. Um, but so um, I'm going to go do that. But we love you guys so much. This has been so fun. I mean, I did miss it. I missed it. Me too. I don't think I missed it quite as much as Tizzle. I will give her that. But I do love you guys a lot. And honestly, I talk to my mom more when we podcast than I ever get to. <laughs> so it's really great. <laughs> it's so true. It's we both really schedule great. each other in. We got to schedule each other in. I know. Alrighty, okay. well, we love y'all. I'm going to work on getting our voicemail back up and going for you guys. But for now, at least for one more week, if you guys want to call in for Dear MT, you better be following me on Instagram if you're not already. And shoot me a DM. You can send an audio message through Instagram DMs. And I can listen to that. I can play it on the podcast. And we can answer your Dear MT questions for next week. And that is our favorite segment. Like We literally can't do the podcast without it. So um, call us up and ask some good stuff. And also, you can let us know great books you love. Yeah, that would be great. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, love y'all. Love y'all so much. Bye, stoners. Bye. Are you stoked? Well, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this on video. Well, of course you are. Oh, okay. I feel like Snoop does this shit all the time, right? Like, Snoop's constantly smoking it up. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's medicinal, people. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would rather smoke this, sorry, I'm going to get on the kick, than be on pharmaceutical oh, medication. Well, obviously. Even though I'm on that, too. Mom. I mean, <laughs> me without Lexapro. Oh, my no. gosh. They should pay us for this. If I would not take my Lexapro, I would not be able to function. I know. Oh, I know. That's why we love it. We do love it. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.